Hello, good day everyone, good morning everyone. Welcome to another episode of Magic the First Pioneers Podcast. This podcast is all about the Pioneer format, and we keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Pioneer. I'm here on a bright and early morning, joined here with my co-hosts. Hey everybody, this is Ryan, the uh, Cardboard Samurai. I am actually... uh... Up at night, you know, going to bed uh, in a little bit here. But uh, first, we got to talk about uh, some stuff. And uh, um, the other co-host? Yeah, I, I'm alive. Um, it's Ashiok. Uh, <laughs> I love early morning recordings. Woo. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is my, my fault because I'm in Japan. Uh, it's all right, brother. <laughs> yeah, we had to work around some timing yeah. this week. So we're, we're doing it uh, bright and early for me and Ashiok. Not late in the evening for once for, uh, for yeah. Ryan. Usually it's the other way around with our... Uh, across the world little podcast yeah. here um but what we wanted to talk about is pioneer across the world because uh we've had some events in the last few weeks haven't gotten a chance to talk about it because there's been so much new news but we really wanted to go into and uh look at what is being shaken up by march of the machines in the world of pioneer yeah yeah it's also uh we're talking about mom cards on mother's day it's nice it's almost poetic <laughs> oh perfect perfect mom yeah. cards for mother's day or mom's impact on mother's there day something go. like that because we're really, really <laughs> trying to look at the competitive side of things here and say hey what's uh what's been going on in competitive yeah. pioneer so we're gonna be looking at the big tournaments and seeing uh what we can do to uh you know what's happened so <laughs> uh the new meta started i believe on 421 um and i collected a, a couple uh uh, deck list, uh, or should I say links, and I put them all in our Pioneer event results, so anybody that's listening along, um, you can uh, hop on over to uh, that channel on our Discord and find them there. But you guys want to hop into one and uh, start talking about what we saw? Sure, yeah, that sounds sure. good to me. So uh, I think the first one is the 424 Mana Trader series. Kevin, do you want to go over those? Because I kind of tend to be long-winded when I go over the list. Sure, I can be a quick reader. So, uh, you, you know me, I run through things quickly. Number one winning in this tournament was a Rakdos aggro list. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to look at this real quick because I'm going to guess that's probably a Rakdos midrange. Yeah, that's Rakdos midrange. <laughs> uh, it's an MTG top eight. They're the ones naming it here. Lotus Field, number two. Uh, Mono Green, number three. Spirits, number four. Mono Green, number five. Well, five through eight is Mono Green Phoenix, another Lotus Field, and a Mono Black Control. So, two Mono Green, two Lotus Field. Um, and then a Phoenix, a Spirits, a Mono Black, and a Rakdos. And they can actually, there's a drop-down menu on this link I uh, posted. Uh, if I can go through the 9 through 16 real quick. They had Creativity at 9, the de- uh, Green Devotion at 10, another Green Devotion at 11, uh, Parhelion, um, Greasing Parhelion uh, uh, at 12. Uh, is oh, it, yeah, i got to mention that one. Yeah, is is it, uh, I believe, at a 13, Rakdos at... Uh, was I think 14 spirits at 15 and then uh, white weenie at 16. Um, so, you know, as we go over these lists, I guess I kind of want to ask you guys, did any new cards show up in any of these lists? Uh, we have at least one with uh, Pelucranos, the most obvious card that we called out, uh, making its way into Monogreen to Ocean. Yeah, that's pretty much the only one I can see of. Um, um, I mean, but we are seeing this new deck of Mono Black. Mono Black is playing uh the new mm. one of the new Shield Druid, only one, sadly, for for good vibes. But now, is this just a fluke, though? Like, what do you what do you guys think? You know, this is the eighth place deck, I think, at this uh, Mana Trader series. Um, so we've seen it around a little bit before. I don't think it's completely new. I personally think that it's a bit of a surprise that it did this well at this tournament. Mm-hmm. Just looking at the other decks. Because I think that it was always, um, you know, it kind of went more mid-range than red-black. You know, stuff like the, uh, its favorite, um, Invoke Despair, you know, kind of its namesake card, has always been really good against the red-black matchups. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, not seeing that much red-black in the top eight here, I'm surprised that it did this well. But maybe there was a lot throughout the tournament, and that's what they kind of preyed on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot uh, of uh, modern Devotion in this tournament. Like an insane amount of modern Devotion. I was going to say, is this more than usual? Um, uh, yeah, I think people were just excited to test a new Pelucranos because I think that was the card that was like obviously had a home, and they wanted so to play with new cards. Does the new Polychronos kind of like bring bring the uh, the green deck together? Does it give it you know a little bit more? Um, how can I say staying power or better matchups? Like, what do you think? Yeah, it does. You 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 the matchup that you were always really worried about as Mono Green was like Spirits, because like that was the deck that could pressure you well with interaction while also attacking you with fires. Because the only thing that can block with Caval- was Cavalier, 
and now mm-hmm. you have four at least more blockers. Yeah. So it just kind of helped out that matchup a lot because then they couldn't really interact with you because like how you would how the turns would go out is like you play like turn one elf and then you, if you're on the play and you play a turn turn three Plukernos on the play against spirits you won congrats. Yeah. Um. So that seems like a pretty pretty straightforward top eight. Do you guys want to move on to the the next uh, list, or is there anything else you want to say about this uh, event? I want to say shout out to Ikaros for playing in this event and getting, I think it was 10th or something like that, or 12th. Yeah, was, wasn't he on the uh, yeah, precinct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Ikaros. Yeah. yeah uh, so, back. you know, I actually think I, I was I was almost more shocked to see, hey, that's our first Grease Fang list than I was to say, hey, that's Ikaros playing it, just because um, <laughs> yeah. I've felt personally like that has really been the deck kind of taking over the format, and we didn't have any of it representing in the top eight itself. Um, and then you're the only one in the top 16. Do you want a real quick touch on where you think the Grease Fang is positioned in the in the meta right now? I still think Grease Fang is really good. I just think this tournament was a lot of people like... So, like, Grease Fang, uh, Grease Fang has, like, an okay modern green matchup. It's pretty, did you find Karn before I could find my relevant cards type matchup. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's, it's mm-hmm. really awkward. But uh, I think usually if Grease Fang can pull it out quickly, they have a better shot. Um... And this and Mono Green was obviously going to be the most represented deck, so it probably looked like it did really poorly this event. But I still think like Grease Fang is really good right now. It's still like I think one of the, I think the second best deck. I think I want to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, okay, then you guys gonna move on then to uh, the next event? I can cover this one. This one is actually a paper event. It looks like in. Uh, not Tokyo, but uh, I'm, I don't know. I actually have no idea where Yako is. It's somewhere in Japan. It was an area qualifier, 159 players, which is pretty dang good. I'm guessing it's kind of like one of the uh, countryside areas where everyone just gets together. Um, anyways, uh, Grease Fang Parhelion uh, uh, took down the event. It looks like uh, they got first place. Uh, we had uh, Blue White Control. Uh, after that, we had Rakdos, Rakdos, and three and four. Creativity with. Um, uh, three Atraxa, actually. And uh, then we had uh, the Neoform Atraxa after that, which we uh, talked about on one on our episode, uh, was it like last week, I think, or two weeks ago? And then um, we had another Rakdos, Actros, or, uh, Rakdos Agro after that, and then uh, Blue-White Control. So, you know, you know, we've been talking about Atraxa a lot. Again, is this just everybody kind of wanting to try out you know, like the, the, the new hotness, you know, is the flavor of a week thing or like, what, what do you guys think? Um, double, I think there's, uh, there's a, like a trend going around right now, which is people just trying to figure out how can we put attracts into play the most and have it be mm-hmm. the most effective and kill people the most. And there's people trying transmogrify the, the, the color, the, the deck that I was trying, there's people trying the Neoform attracts the deck, there's people take, doing the creativity one. Um, in my personal opinion, I think that the no bias, no bias, okay, but like the deck that I built was a little bit better for putting out a Traxa while also having a good secondary game plan. But the creativity deck gets to play a lot more counter magic, which is just like its entire perk. Um, it, 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 people are just trying to cheat out big creatures right now. Like we have the worm Xenagoss, we have people trying to cheat out. Um, I forgot what the other one is. There's another big one. I people mean, are trying is, to cheat is... in dumb creatures. Is the attraction version only going to be good until people basically start, you know, f- playing stuff in the sideboard to get rid of it? Uh, like changing the removal or, you know, something like that for like Rakdos? Well, the thing is... We're seeing a bit of that. Yeah, the thing is you'll you'll see that a little bit of that. But I mean, like the other thing they were like doing, which was like the Worms, you know, thing was stopped mm-hmm. by like one card. It was like, like insta stopped. And both those cards are awful on their own. Atraxa, you could like technically get a enough treasures to uh that yeah, works. That card that card would mess up both those cards. Um but now like both of those cards individually are dog. So Atraxa mm-hmm. like they're trying Atraxa right now. But I mean like mm-hmm. you could still easily interrupt the combo. Yeah. And the Neoform is kinda nice because hey, you can still beat them down with Tassiger or, or Hooting. Hooting Mandrels. Right? Oh it's a hoot and a half. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Um, anything else you guys want to say about this 159 person tournament? You want to go to the next one? I want to say that I was looking at the fifth through eighth um, Rakdos Agro list, 
And this guy has three Ashiok Dream Render in his board. And I want to just say shout out to this guy. And his uh. removal is just Children's Edict, which is the funniest thing. So shout out to this guy. He really didn't yeah, want to lose to the Bring to Life deck. <laughs> he did, yeah. Yeah. did not want to lose to that. That's so funny. Go ahead. Okay. Um, should we move on to the next uh, showcase challenge, which I believe, I think the challenge is next, right? Um, I think it's this Philippines tournament, isn't it? Yeah, well, there's two, actually. I think there was a, a, sh- a challenge on 430 that I that somebody else posted in the chat. Actually, it wasn't us that posted it. Um, but, oh, yeah, I if see. you want to go over the um, the uh, Philippines. It was the one in Japan on 4R29, I think you want to talk about. Was there one on 429? Didn't I just talk? Yeah, just, yeah. You just, just talked about, about it. You just talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. Yeah, yes. so um, if you guys go, if you, again, if you're in our Discord, um, Nesfastas posted this uh, 430 challenge. Um, it's right above mine. So uh, if you guys are looking for that uh, list, I'll go over these real quick then. Um, so showcase challenge on 4:30. Uh, we had Indo- sorry, Indomino Creativity. It looks like Phil Helmuth took took down the events uh, in first place. Uh, Rakdos Midridge was second. Nikthos Ramp was in third. Mono Red Aggro uh, was in fourth. Uh, fifth color, or sorry, fifth place was. Um, it says five color mid range, but I'm guessing that's. Bring to light, yeah. It looks like it's a bring to light deck, um, with Elshnard and Omnath. And uh, what else we had after that? We had Rakdos in sixth place, uh, Tamer in Demodal Creativity in seventh, and then uh, Rakdos was in eighth place as well. And actually, I'm just gonna go through mm-hmm. the rest of the the top sixteen. It's Celestia Angels made ninth, uh, Auras four color Auras made tenth. Rogues made 11th, uh, 12th was Mono White Humans, 13th was Bant Spirits, uh, 14th was Azorius Control, 15th Attracts a Neoform, and 16th was Rakdos Midridge. This is a very interesting metagame, I think. Yeah, no, it's um. there's a lot of decks that are on the come up. There are a lot of interesting decks that are people are either starting to figure out are broken or are testing new cards and are becoming broken. Um. I think the biggest example we can see is with first place. It's uh it's is it creativity, but it's not the worm. It's not a Traxa. It's a Gearhulks. Mm-hmm. It's the Gearhulk version. Mm-hmm. And this deck will become it. Ha- it has become very very popular. People have loved the, this Tia, some Gearhulk Magma Opus version. Yeah, I heard it's not as strong. Yeah, format but... staple volcanic spike showing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard it's not that. Not that strong as the other ones. I guess it's not as explosive. But it, like, what's what's the benefit? Uh, the the benefit is is your creatures on your own are a lot better, uh, and mm-hmm. the spells that you have to play alongside it are like marginally okay. Like they still have the ability to go over the top. Like Magma Opus is still a very like powerful card, uh, mm-hmm. and it's a lot easier to be casted than Atraxa because you would need treasures in play and you would need a lot more setup. Mm-hmm. And like the card that you're trying to like also hard cast is Gear Hulk, which is also pretty fine to hard cast. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want to talk a little bit about the mono red deck. I mean, you guys are able to find this link, right? Yep. Um, it's, you know, we've been talking, we did a, 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 a topic the other week. I think it was just me and Kevin. I don't think Ashak was there. Were you? I don't know. We we're Maybe. talking about aggro, the aggro problem. Yeah, oh, I we haven't really seen. Here. Yeah, it was me and you. Yeah. We haven't really seen a lot of aggro, but Hey, you know, this person said, Hey, we can win with mono red. So they played mono red. Um, don't see any new cards that they're really playing with from the new set. I guess it's just uh, hit some good matchups, maybe? Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, you know, I, I got to wonder, like, is this, hey, I'm playing, I, I think I can win with Mono Red, so I'm playing Mono Red, or is this, hey, I own Mono Red, I'm going to play with Mono Red, and huh. it's a good player in one. You know, th- there's always a little bit of that. Uh, like, looking at this list, this is a very budget list, especially yeah. if you owned some of the uh, expensive pieces before they spiked, like Den of the Bugbear and Rending Volley. Mm-hmm. Those two cards on their own are half the price of this list, so... Um, yeah, eighty nine dollars. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a perfectly paper. reasonable amount of red list. I don't know if there's anything here that makes me say, "Oh wow, this really like breaks the meta and makes uh, aggro viable." It's just a uh, you know, it's a good aggressive list. I would prefer, I think, to see the three mana Chandra in here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nothing uh, like upsetting about this list. Um, either of you want to talk about uh, the uh, the uh, Omnath deck? Uh, I don't know about the Omnath deck, but there's decks I do want to mention. Or cool things that we can see. Uh, like, for example, the Auras deck. The Auras deck is sick. 
it is so cool. Um, we're 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 seeing we're seeing four of a new card that I don't think any of us had in our top five, uh, which is the Sabira Cryptomancer. Uh, that's mm. the zero one backup hexproof guy. Uh, he's seeing his little way into four color auras right now because it's a really good way to protect light paws, and it's another creature that's really easily, uh, really easy to uh, build upon. Um, mm. And yeah, now they're now we're seeing a uh, three, four, or technically four, but three color bogles, uh, which is kind of sick because now we get to see cards like um, oh god, it's the it's staggering insight. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, there we go. It's four staggering insight. I think we've never seen that card see play. Oh, uh, it's the it's yeah, the other yeah. curiosity, yeah, and gives it lifelink. It draws you cards. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah, I like it. I like it. And then the um the other deck that we're gonna see have a lot of come up at least uh, within the rep meta is rogues. I think this is like the first showing of rogues. That one I definitely want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so we're seeing the the new uh, player card or whatever fairy fairy mastermind seeing some play full four of you in die. this list. <laughs> And it's really sick. I think this list is uh, this list is good. Um, it kind of like fills the same role as spirits, but it has more uh, a, a wider range of interaction versus spirits being a lot more. I don't know. I, I'd say like synergistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard a, that seems fair. Yeah. yeah, go for it. I mean, I've listened some other content. You know, I've heard some other uh, content creators talking about uh, this deck and about how you know it, it feels like it needs a lot of things to go right to to really be good even though like you do have all these it looks it looks really good on paper but maybe i don't know it's just harder to <sighs> manipulate maybe is the word i'm looking for like yeah you're drawing a couple cards here with like into the story and stuff like that and you have great removal but you know, it feels like it's going to run into the problem where um you know you just can't draw your threats or you can't draw your removal because you don't have access to them or you know like for example in a green green a, a green deck uh you know you have like collected company for example for some card advantage and stuff like that but i don't know what do you guys think i'm pretty high on the new deck i think it's sick i think it's a dub i think yeah. fairy mastermind has been like yeah. really good like sneakily good for this deck fairy mastermind's gross yeah this for this deck <laughs> it, it it's been really good because like okay. there's a lot of like incidental card draw or like it's even just with like card filtering right so that's like your fable of the mirror breaker like you just like uh, in response to the trigger you just flash this thing in and, well, if your opponent wants to try to cycle through their hand, well, you get to draw a card. I think it's pretty interesting. Um, I wanted to take, talk about the uh, Celestia Angels deck real quick. Uh, you know, I was talking about the Elspeth, you know, cards, saying that's one of the cards I was kind of interested in trying out. And they actually have two of those uh, Archangels Elspeths in the, the sideboard. Um, so... I think it, I don't know how they use it or, or when it came in, but uh, you know I guess you could put the putting the counters on something, making it an angel's kind of not not horrible. Uh, you'd still get like a bonus off of like the bishop of wings or something, or if you had a Giada in play, or if you had a Giada in play and you put the counters on something like a skyclave apparition or whatever, it would just make everything you know notice that you know there was another angel in play and just make everything come in bigger. So I think it's kind of neat that they're playing that in there. Um, nothing else new in that deck, uh, but that was just one other deck I wanted to talk about. Anything else from the top sixteen you guys want to talk about, or should we move on to the next uh, event? Shout out to Harry Thirteen for your top, top sixteening. Let's go him. Oh yeah, Blue, Blue Way Control. Control. Playing yeah. it the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> He's just brute force is everything, right? With with Blue Blue White Control. <laughs> I mean, that's half of the. Um, the tag team Patreon right now. So yeah, if you guys like Blue Everybody's, White, there you go. Oh really? Everyone's on Blue White. I know. I know Claudio's been on it for a while. Claudio, Harry, and then I think those are the only two real pioneer players at the tag team right now. Did did Harry? I, mean, I got to shout out the fact that you know the top thirty, the top sixteen. Well, okay. So in this top thirty-two, how many Rectos mid range are there? Uh, total, too many. <laughs> too many. Of in eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah. Half of those are in the bottom half of the top 32, but uh, it's just worth pointing out. Okay. It's crazy how many people uh, Claudio has converted to cats. Cat control. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cats. Moving on. All right. Um, cat scam. All right. Let's, yeah, let's move on. Do you on. want to do the next one, Kevin? This is the 141-player uh, event in Philippines. 
100K championship. Yeah, definitely. I've got that one up right here. Okay, so this was one with a five-color bring-to-light Omnath deck. Uh, not the Niv, but the Omnath version. Number two is a green-black Elves. Uh, three is red-green Boats. Um, four is blue spirits. Five is blue-white spirits. And eighth is also a spirits. And then we've got a Grixis and a mid and a uh, Rakdos. Let me check this Grixis real quick, see what's going on I'm there. Back. So, oh, wait. Uh, yeah, there's a couple There's a couple decks here to shout out, like, as being a little bit different. Is this Grixis? It looks like it's basically 95% the Rectos midrange deck, but it's got that Corpse Appraiser. Mm-hmm. I feel I've like some um, people play that. that's a little bit of a take from Standard, yeah. where they did a bit of the same thing. I mean, you, you play, I mean, maybe this person came from Standard, and yeah, I mean, it's just Grixis Standard, basically, but... They they well, they're also running this Luka. yeah no yeah. this Luca this Luca's awesome because it just you need to exactly do it on a corpse appraiser a graveyard trespasser or a bone crusher giant and then you just turn it into an Atroxa. Which is ten creatures you just turn it yeah. into Atroxa, which is so funny huh. that looks so bad but I mean it worked so go go them <laughs> so I don't wanna be disparaging but i do think that one thing i was noticing while looking through this top eight at the very least is like there may have been some budget decisions mm-hmm. made on some of these deck choices like this grixis deck i think it looks strong um it's not playing shieldred you know they're saving themselves <laughs> you know 250 dollars, and that's probably a lot more in the philippines uh, oh yeah that, by not running three shieldred in their list so i think that there's some reason to do that you know i also think that might be a reason why there's three of these spirits lists mm-hmm. those are relatively uh budget friendly you know that's not always a thing but with uh you know some of these mid-sized tournaments in smaller locations i think it's worth pointing out that yeah there may have been some some thought into that yeah. um second place elves though that's that's pretty good i'm guessing that that player is very good with that deck i mean because that seems like a really hard deck to pilot through a, a large tournament and to to be able to make looks it like a pretty clean list yeah you know a lot, lot of four ofs, um four cord four coco they're running uh, let me see if they're running any of the newer elves. Really, not not anything new particularly. Um, I'm a little surprised to see it do this well. I think that what I really liked about elves in the past was its matchup against mono green, um, and it you know mono green and sometimes like lotus field. And I didn't see either of those in the top eight. So it's impressive that it was able to get past some of these other you know Rakdos mid range. Seems like a, a rough matchup for this. Um, Spirits probably is okay. Hmm. Yeah, they do have, uh, you know, the three mana Glissa in the sideboard. They have the they have the Phyrexian Nissa in the board, which I think is hilarious. Oh, they do. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They also have a uh, Dranith Magistrate, which is pretty interesting. So I'm guessing you're just either going to company or record that. No, nah, yeah, you just card for that. Uh, a yeah. lot of these like Solar Bullets, like I think Mist Collar is one I've seen. That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just all oh, yeah. you hold up for card, or like the Fraction Revoker. Yeah, you just hold that for card. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, you got the fruit. This is into Venomous. Nice, nice. Yeah, the uh, the Gruel Boats deck is interesting because it's a uh, it's a lot more of like uh, how I want to say a boomer take on it. But like, there's a couple of like random, <laughs> sorry, not random, huh? uh, newer or weirder choices, off meta choices. Like, there's a Mirix. Hey. Uh, there's some Lightning Strikes in here. There's two Oozes, which I haven't seen in forever, and the board. Thank you, Bloom. I don't know. I don't know how much. Uh, Enchantment removal exists, or sorry, how much this guy hates uh, enchantments. Well, there's two canker bloom and one mm-hmm. return to nature. So this guy hates enchanties, and then there's four of the stone yeah. brain. So this guy hates losing the combo. We get the run of foul <laughs> for Atraxa. Yeah, uh, dude, dude just hates hates combo. Uh-huh. Hey, you know, I don't mind the Mirix. I think that that's not an unreasonable card as far as. Uh, you know, if you don't have access to the Den of the Bugbears, if you don't have access to the you know Muta Vault, some of the stuff that this deck would normally play, mm-hmm. um, that that's a cheap card. You know, maybe you pulled one in draft. It's easy to throw it in the deck, and it's still another way to get value out of your lands, mm-hmm. which is really important for the Gruel Boats deck. True, true, yeah. true, 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 true. But it's still just a it's a haha funny to see because like okay. it, you technically <laughs> get to make a one one, which makes your uh, your love struck beats the attack, which is funny. There you go. <laughs> Plus. It, uh, it casts a turn one elf, so I, I feel like that's a decent baseline. Yeah, for it casts it. a turn one elf and then nothing else for the rest of the game, really. <laughs> nah, I mean, you'll you'll pay them on into Seeker's Chariot, the, the sky. Yeah, yeah. Like this mana is just like really awkward, usually with this deck, because you always want to go like turn one elf into turn two red thing. And so you need like a lot Ooh. more of like, a, like the, the fact that your land turns off is kind of awkward. Mm hmm. 
Okay. Um, you guys want to move on to the next one? We have two uh, challenges coming up. Yeah, what else do we got? Uh, we got a couple challenges. This is the right? challenge yeah. that we got Mr. Cauliflower. No, sorry. It's the next one. Yeah, which okay. one was yours? Let's see. I think it's this one. I think it's this one. Uh, yeah. Wait. I don't think it's this one, actually. I lied to you. Yeah, I don't think it's this. I lied. It's not this one. This one, I'll, I'll talk about both of them, though, because this one had some interesting stuff happen. Uh, so the top eight that we have in front of us is a little messed up because it wasn't the actual winner. The actual winner was the eighth place list, I believe. Yeah, it was the eighth place list. Uh, it was Enchanties, but it wasn't running Yorion. It was running Karuga. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the things that are uh, then I, th- I'll just go through the the rest of the top eight, and it's in no particular order. So I don't know the actual order of who so won. Is and stuff. this the um, the seventh May seventh or May sixth one? Sixth. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Enchanties ended up winning it, but it doesn't show it in the right order. Um, this might be the uh, the standing at the end of. Swiss yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure with the order of the necklace. But anyway, uh, so we we have. Um, I think is this this is just a Tarka red. Uh, then we have Mono Green. Then we have the Torrential Gear Hulk Creativity. Uh, then we have uh, I think this is just Blue White Control. Yep. Uh, then we have Rakdos A Rakdos Midrange. Actually, not Mono Red. It was a Tarka red, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, then we have Green White Company. Um, and another Rakdos Midrange, and then it's the Enchanties deck that ended up winning. Huh. This is on the sixth. I don't see this on the sixth. But you're not eighth seeing place. an eighth pl- uh, an eighth place. It is an enchant- yeah, place. It's an enchanty's list with like clever personator, Tulsimir, Cav. Oh, that's enchanted. I kept on thinking auras. Sorry, never mind. Nah, nah, nah. Enchanties okay, okay. is the magnetic. Okay, okay. My bad. My bad. Gotcha, gotcha. But um, yeah. Now this uh the the Enchanties deck was what I ended up winning, and it was a really sick idea, really sick innovation. It cuts all the the, the poo poo three drop tutor targets, like your Archon of Myriads and things like that, and you just end up playing a playset of Bone Crusher Giant in the three drop slot for creatures. And the entire idea is you're trying to turn mm-hmm. your fours into fives and your sixes into sevens more consistently, which is like interesting. Yeah, I'd be worried about how it sideboards. You know, I guess it's nice that you can sideboard and actually be able to find the sideboard cards. You know, they're playing a Leyline of the Void in the sideboard, which doesn't feel very good to try and run Leylines in an 80-card deck because they'll never end up in your opener. Um, but I do think that, you know, you were looking for more one-drops. Like, the, that deck has played Portable Hole in the past. It's played Fatal Push in the past as ways to be interactive early in those matchups where it needs it. So I think that it would make it weaker in those matchups, but could be a lot stronger in other ones. Yeah, and then you also have some touchless realms for like like that that awkward interaction type thing, or for like flickering, or for like interacting with your creatures on your opponent's turn. I definitely think that there is uh, some times where you're on the draw, and you have turn two touch the spirit realm discard up, and you're just like hitting your opponent's fable token that they play for turn. There's like some probably like some pretty weird interactions with it, but I do think that this list is like really interesting and really cool. I think it's the, like one of the the cooler takes that uh, on um enchanties that we've seen. But there's also a lot of other cool yeah. lists in this top eight, like yeah. this uh, this uh, Celestia hey list. Bears. Yeah, the Celestia yeah. Hate Bears. One Phyrexian Sensor. We found the new card, you guys. We found there it. <laughs> hey, well, there was a there was a Heliod. Oh yeah, there's also a Heliod. Sorry. Yeah, I'll go over this uh, green-white one real quick. Let you rest your voice a little bit, Ash. Yeah. Oh, well, um, uh, eight, eight elves, uh, scavenger, scavengers as one of uh, Lovestruck Beast, four Archon, uh, Vimeria, four Skyclave Apparition, four Werewolf Pack Leader, four Brutal Cathar, two Augur of Autumn. I haven't seen that around uh, in a while. So that's the look at the top card of your library at any time and play lands from the top of your library, which is interesting. Um, then it says as long as you have the has coven which we have really heard of ever in pioneer as long as you control three or more creatures with different powers you may cast creature spells from the top of your library which is kind of neat um and then like you said uh phyrexian sensor there and then sideboard we got some sweet stuff we got voice of resurgence uh we have a redane is one of there we got two elite spellbinder two guardian of faiths uh two anointed peacekeepers and a lord of the third path um yeah, I've been saying it for a while. Hey, it feels like there is a a hate bears deck out there. We just haven't really seen. I'm kind of wondering why they are not playing Thalia though. Is it because it's a collective company deck? Yeah, it's probably because of Coco and Kayla's 
but I, I don't think you like overly like need Thalia when you're like already mm. ha- your interaction for your hate bears is already just a playset of Arkham Amiria. So that kind of mm. just slows down a lot of uh, slows down a lot of the format right now. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, anything you want to say about that deck, Kevin? Or yeah, sixth place. Uh, no, 19, that looks pretty cool. I'm willing to give it a shot. I've yeah. um, never had much success with this kind of list, but uh, maybe Kayla's adds to it a bit. Yeah, I would say these types of lists, especially, are very how can I say um, skill intensive. Uh, knowing which card to play to kind of you know neuter their their strategy and whatnot at the right time is always seems kind of uh, difficult to choose for me. I love the numbers in the sideboard for him. I like like I don't I don't know how we came up with this this amount of things was the correct amount, but mm-hmm. it always it always impresses me like deck building wise that people just like do this random thing. It's very fun. Um, real quick in the Rakdos decks, you know, I've been, I know people have been talking about this in, uh, you know, on Twitter and uh, other places online. There's been a lot more Reckoner Bankbuster recently. I know it's shown up a lot in Standard, and I guess, you know, people are playing it more in Pioneer now. What do you guys, what's your take on Reckoner Bankbuster and Pioneer? It's a really good card. Yeah, I mean, so it's a strong card. It's a strong mid range card, and there's been a lot of devolving into mid range wars, so you'd rather have a card that, uh, you know, pumps up a bunch of cards for you over time than uh anything else and you know it's just a strong card it can sometimes put pressure on things yeah. too which most of the mid-range decks need to do in a lot of matchups like mm-hmm. when you don't need it to be attacking uh sorry when you don't need the card draw you're it's pretty easy to attack like this the play part of the stack was like let's just say you thought he's on turn one turn two you play the bank buster and then turn three i don't know pick whatever creature you want they're playing the creature uh then they're able to probably unless it's fable then you're able to like crew the bank buster and start like beating down and pressuring and then when you're not wanting to pressure because uh, you're like curving into shielder or something you're just able to like draw more cards to be able to get your shieldreds to be able to pressure which is just like insane for this deck because that, that's what this deck kind of needs sometimes is like early pressure I want to give a shout out to the uh, the uh, Tarka Red player as well for playing Gore Clan Rampager. I've been wanting to play that in a deck forever. It's got the Blood Rush, the plus for plus for Trample. It's just on one, though. It's just yeah. one. Just one. It's still one. Still one. Just That's one. And like... also, three Bone Crusher Giant makes me giggle. Huh. Um. Any other decks maybe in the top sixteen? You guys want to talk um, about? No, there's some uh, there's some decks, there's some card changes I want to talk about. Like just quickly, I know you hate blue white. I just want to quickly mention mm-hmm. uh, it's playing one uh, change the equation in the main, one in the side. Uh, it's a new counter spell that we're seeing. Uh, it counters something with mana value two or less, or if it's red or green, six or less. Um, this card is just really good because a lot of there's a lot of like red based decks so right now or mm. mono green. So change the equation just hits a wide amount of things for a very small yeah. amount of mana, which is really cool. Um, and we're also seeing uh, people move away from the cats. The cats are no longer on 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 top for the random sideboard card that you play for the mid range matchups. We <laughs> see uh, we see in, all right, all right. we see invasion <laughs> of new Phyrexia showing up. Um, uh, this is the one that makes the two two knights and has Teferi on the backside. So we have some new cards that we're seeing, choices that we're seeing there. And I think that was really it. There wasn't anything else that was too too interesting in the top eight uh, for new card wise. Um, in the fourteenth place uh, deck by Picks, uh, the creativity deck, they're back on World Spine Worm and Xenagos. Makes me wonder if people are shifting away from Atraxa now. I guess we'll have to see more data for that though. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty pick your poison type thing right now. Like I think all of them are pretty fine. Like your your world spine worm is really good against like mono green, um, and I it's like pretty okay against red black. But like the you you wanting to put a trox into play quickly is also just good against the other random value decks that you end up having to play against. Uh, it's a really pick your poison type beat right now. Yeah, I'm not seeing. There's another one that's down below in 18th place that had two World Spine Worm. Okay, that's interesting. Sometimes you want a double World Spine Worm. He was he was sick and there tired. He was sick and tired of just hitting Xenagoss and just killing the opponent. He wanted to kill him there twice. Yeah, that's also playing a play for a place at a better union too. So huh. he do be trying to make it go fast. 
All right. So we got one more Pioneer Challenge, I believe. I don't know, Kevin, do you want to run through these? Or I got this one. No worries. You got this one? Uh, I got this oh, one. Got this, this, is, this is the one with my Go baby in it. So uh, hey. the winner, uh, let's see if I can figure out which the winner is. May 7th. Yeah. Cause it, I, it, just, it also does the order thing. This this one also messed up the order for what I actually won. Uh, the winner was, it was the Xenagos World Spineworm version of Creativity. Uh, but top eight in no particular order uh, is uh, blue block control, uh, okay. some red block mid range, some mono green devotion, some Atraxa neoform, uh, and then that's the creativity deck. Uh, and then we see my baby, five color Atraxa, uh, make a top hey. eight appearance. Yeah, what can I say? The deck's actually been doing pretty well. I'll talk about it in a sec, though. Uh, Tarantula oh. Gear Hulk, uh, creativity. Uh, and then it's the it's the same guy from before from yes or from the yesterday's challenge uh, with the double world spine worm. <laughs> nice. Uh, so we see, I think it's four. I think I mentioned creativity lists in top eight of this event. Pablo. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I think what we really need to talk about, though, of course, is uh, we want to talk about this blue black control yeah. list because mm. that, that's been popping up a little bit, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> been really interesting. Really sick, you know. Uh, it's a uh, it's it no that that has been interesting i do i do want to talk a little bit about it and then we can go into the cool uh new attracts uh, fun stuff um what's been making blue black pop up lately especially because we've been seeing less blue white uh people are just experimenting in the format uh mr i call this guy mr cauliflower but i i know he's a really uh a really high up player a really power good player from uh france uh, he's been playing control decks like this uh, for forever, probably since uh, longer than I've been playing Magic, probably twice as long, um, maybe even longer than I've been alive. But this guy loves his board. He loves blue white. He loves any sort of control decks. He he just like plays a lot of random things. So I think this was him being a really good player uh, and like passing on the black, uh, the blue white, uh, the blue white uh, control. Or sorry, uh, the blue black control. Uh, I don't think it's that good. Yeah, there's like three four ofs in this entire list or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he picks he <laughs> his numbers a lot of ones, very randomly. Like, uh, there's three Blue and Sun Twilights in the board. Uh, I think that, and I think that's the only three of in the board that he has. And then it's one two of with Aether Gust, and the rest is one ofs. Like, he builds his huh. decks so weird. I do not have any logic or sense. I can't make any sense of it. It is just this guy plays it like this, and that's how he likes it. So, you know what? Go oh, that's the other Ashok in the sideboard, too. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, huh? Oh, man. Missed that card. Hmm. I, yeah, I think, you know, we usually say, like, control is tough, especially at the beginning of a format, because you need to have all of the right answers. Maybe this is the right mix of answers. Um, I, I had been seeing more blue-black control than blue-white control, so I just thought... I was wondering if there was anything specific that makes it better in the uh, current format than blue-white. Like, we can see uh, this entire 75 for this list runs one Thoughtsies total, so... Um, oh yeah, I don't love thought season. It's, in the, in yeah, the back of, uh, but it's only one in the board. Just so funny to me. And there's also a second Shadows Verdict <laughs> and a Cavrick the Spiteful. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, it's a lot of gotta have care. A lot of a lot of choices were made. Plays Cavrick because he cares. Oh, we love caring, but he's very spiteful. Um, the sixth place deck I want to talk about real quick. That attracts a deck I thought was pretty interesting because it's playing some of the uh, invasions, especially the one that you were talking about, the invasion of Tulvada. Yeah, this uh, is an eighty card Yorian deck. Yeah, so this guy this guy picked up my list from Twitter after my double win of weekends nice. with RCQs. Mm. Um, this was this was kind of my brew or thing. I have an entire write up on it on my Twitter um, at Dreams of Ashiok if you wanted to read it. It's completely free. Um, little little self promo there, but um, hmm. nah, uh, like this list is really interesting, uh, and I really enjoy the new battles. Like Invasion of Tolvada has allowed for a really good secondary game plan for this deck because we play a playset of Bitter Union and Fable. So if you draw your uh, Atraxas, uh, it doesn't really matter because you can also just pitch them and then draw Invasion of Tolvada, and now you also have a way to put an Atraxa in play, mm. or you can reanimate a Shark Typhoon. Or any other goodies that you may have put in your bin at some point, yeah. like maybe you had your Yorion thought seized, or it was killed at some point. So you can just your return the Yorion, flicker everything, flicker the invasion, get another thing back. Uh, a lot of little nice. cute little loops there. Um, the sideboard is is playing the all format all star Sire of Insanity. I think that was one of the bigger breakthroughs for me for this deck. 
Um, yeah, I remember you hit, talking about that. You said they nobody can beat it, right? Uh, Lotus, Lotus cannot beat that card. Lotus has yeah. zero chance against the Sire of Insanity. That if that thing huh. goes to my end step, I have won the game. Um, and then the other big fatty yeah. in the board is World Spine Worm, which fixes a lot of issues. Uh, like against Mono Green, Atrox is really bad against Mono Green, but World Spine Worm can kill them quickly. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, this list is uh this list is sick. I, I enjoy it so much. Uh, anything you want to talk about, Kevin? Any uh, decks look interesting from that uh, that top eight or top sixteen? No, I think it's interesting that we're seeing more of this combo. Uh, you know, I would ex- if these had all been like mono green instead of all of these uh, um, world bindworm and non creativity decks. I think that would be more normal to me. But I think it is very interesting that that's kind of the combo quote-unquote deck that people are moving over to very cool though i want to i'll go for it go ahead go ahead i was gonna say i want to give some shout outs uh we got shout outs for um lower lower in the floor and uh down there uh so we have it in 10th place uh someone also played another version of my list but like they changed it a little bit uh the card that they cut which shocked me uh was they cut um fires of invention uh, for a playset of the Wandering Emperor, and then they added like a playset of Mechanic Spite and some Nahiri's, and yeah, they murdered my baby. They cut the fires. Um, huh. And then we also see one Silverback Elder and a Mono Green Devotion list in 11th place, so shout out to that guy. And there's also two Thrones in the board and a Portal to yeah. Phyrexia. Like, this guy is having fun. Gotta have thrown. Yeah, no, this guy's yeah, having remember, fun. Remember you guys, if you're having fun, there's gotta be thrown. Remember, you guys tell me how bad that card was. Just, no one's gonna play because there's so many other, so many other good choices in green, right? True, true. I mean, like, I guess yeah. I only got set by Aether Ghost now, which is. <laughs> so, yeah, is there anything else you guys wanted to say? Uh. I don't say anything else too much. Oh, sorry. There's a there's in thirteenth place. There is a three copies of Knight Errant of Eos uh, in a mono white humans deck, which is kind of interesting. Now I've actually seen some people playing with that. Uh, I I saw Connorman on stream the other day. I think playing like a red white version with um, what was it, to search for uh, Reckless Bushwhacker. Yeah, there's the Reckless Bushwhacker version, and then it's like playing um. Uh, Forbidden Friendship, Burning Tree Emissary, um, mm-hmm. Legion's Landing, and there's another one. Uh, Ornithopter is also playing. It's just like it, you're just basically trying to convoke it out as quickly as you can to mm-hmm. do the whack thing. Coldaltha uh, Rebirth, I think, is also in there, maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of all the cards that are in that. Ah, it's too early. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, so I think these are pretty much all the big events that we've seen so far. Uh, in the metagame. And, you know, like we said, we only really saw Polokranos show up and maybe a couple other cards, you know, like we said, like the, we had some updates, uh, the Volcanic Spite, you know, is in the um, uh, Creativity decks and, you know, maybe we saw like one of the Phyrexian Sensor guy and stuff like that. So um, the next question I want to ask you guys is, I mean, do you think this is what the, the fully... F- well, actually, first off, I should say, do you think the metagame for March of the Machines had a chance to fully form? Um, or is it going to continue to change, you know, you know, now with the Aftermath cards as well? Like, what do you guys think? Um, Especially with the Aftermath cards, I think it's going to change a lot. Because uh, I've, I think I was playing, so I wanted to try to play the challenge last night, but it didn't end up firing because they had to do an MTGO bug fix because mm. you couldn't open sealed product on Moto. Like, you couldn't open chests, mm. you couldn't open packs for sealed events or anything like that. So they killed all the challenges. But um, something that we're seeing in leagues, I've been playing a lot of leagues, is uh, the Copper Coat card. That card is yeah. already making its waves into Pioneer, and it's already yeah. being caught uh, for Luminarch Aspirant, like I said. Uh, and the, the Mono White Humans has been everywhere in leagues. Everywhere. Um, I've seen a lot of people playing. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I still think there's so much room for development because we're seeing also, we, we've see, we're seeing three creativity lists all the time doing well, and it's never clear what's happening if you're playing against them. Uh, if if you're, like, you'll, maybe you'll see a magma opus and you'll be like, oh, well, now I know what I'm against. But that's the only real telltale. Um, I, I still think there's like a lot of developing that still needs to happen. Uh, 
but the fact that we just got 50 new cards means yes definitely so much development so, needs to happen yeah so kevin what do you think i mean is is the metagame going to continue to to grow and change and evolve um will we will we still I, see mom cards or will you know because we got this new set will it stop you know some mom cards from ever seeing play I'm a little, yeah, you know, I'm worried about that is that some people, you know, the kind of people who are going to do the like deep diving onto cards and trying to test things out might move on to Aftermath because it's new and shiny. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that either set is particularly impactful, though. Like Mom has a few things, and I think we'll continue to see a couple things pop up here and there. But I don't feel like there's any big format shapers that we've just missed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe, maybe we're wrong, but so far I think that we'll continue to see people trying out a couple things here and there. You know, maybe we'll see some things like Rogues be revitalized mm-hmm. by a single card, but otherwise there's not going to be a ton of that. So are there, I guess, you know, I mean, another question I wanted to ask kind of connected to this is what mom cards do you think still need to be kind of like fleshed out or tried out a little bit more, you know, before people kind of move on to Aftermath and forget about it? Um, are there any other March of the Machine cards that you want to see play? Like, you know, for example, that the Rona combo, I think, was kind of starting to get developed. Um, and now everyone's moving on to the next big thing, maybe. I feel like we're on a like combo, especially was never that great. I I always, whenever I played against it, it just looked like a mopey deck. It didn't look like it did a whole lot because you need to assemble a very specific number of cards, very specific cards. There wasn't a lot of like, um, you could play this instead, and you need a lot mm-hmm. more setup. Um, but I uh, to answer the original question of uh, there's a, there's a couple of cards that I think need to be still explored. Like, I still think there has to be a good Atali deck. Like, Atali, I don't feel like has been explored enough to be cheated into play uh, in Pioneer, because I feel like that would be really good. Um, mm. I also feel as though that Invasion of Almonket has not been explored as much as I wish yeah. it was. Um, and, like, there's, like, a couple of other, like, lesser-known cards. Like, uh, when I was watching Standard, I, I, I've been, like, experimenting with... Um, invasion of zendikar and that card's been like really interesting to try to play around with um i still think there's like still a lot of development that i'm personally still doing so if i'm still doing it other players are definitely still doing it i mean i know evasion of tarkir is another you know uh card that i think definitely needs to be explored a little bit more with the dragons and stuff like that the green red dragons i thought that was a really cool deck i'd love to see people try to optimize that um kevin any any other cards from mom you'd like to see um, I'm still messing with a few things. I haven't broken the format yet, oh, <laughs> but I'll keep keep messing around with it. Yeah, I've been broken. Um, Fairy Mastermind into uh, some sort of like. Hey, I still think that deck's pretty legit. <laughs> huh. Um, Fairy Mastermind is sweet. Card. A card, it is a, card a sweet card. Yeah, I was also uh, for the last part. I mean, if there's nothing else you guys want to talk about about mom, um, I, I was talking to uh, Ashok about this. Uh, the other day, he said he had some sweet brews. We're not really going to do a, a brew episode, I think, for Aftermath because, you know, there's like not that many cards. But, uh, yeah, have you guys seen any updates or any sweet brews you wanted to talk about? Um, I've been, like, looking at a bunch of different vampires variants, and I still think the best one hasn't been figured out. I think the bigger question is right now is what colors to play and how the, how the curve should end up looking and what's playable, what isn't playable. Because, like, there's a lot mm-hmm. of cards people are trying. Like, uh, there's the double black. Uh, you can discard a card and your vampires get plus one, plus one. Um, that type beat. There's a lot of just, like, random cards that are, like, still seeing play that I think shouldn't and Fable mm-hmm. to add or shouldn't add. Um, I do think that the vampires list hasn't been perfected yet, and I still think there's a lot of testing that needs to be done there. Mm. I think Nissa's pretty interesting in Pioneer, uh, as a as in the like the what was the oh um, yeah we were talking about that one. the mom the, shell um, math kind yeah. of yeah 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 or like the the, the brain delight shell or whatever Elementals. it is uh, yeah you just have like a you'll always find Omnath and which for the brain delight mm-hmm. Omnath deck is like pretty important. Um, there's there's a, there's still a lot, like a lot of testing that's still going on, especially for the new mom cards. And Copper Coat obviously has found the home yeah. right away, Already. very easily. Um, Kevin, how about you? Any brews or any updates you're making with any of the cards? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm trying out like the new. Uh, what is that card I was uh, looking at? Is the new? Um, 
not much, honestly, of the new cards. I've got a, I've got a list of things that I'm like I'm gotta still test this out. I just haven't had the time to mm-hmm. uh, to do my deep brews yet. Um, I want to still try. You know, I, I, there was a couple cards that I was like, oh, that could actually be playable, like the Nashi mm-hmm. uh, that I keep being like, I'm gonna put together a Nashi list just because I said that I would, and I haven't done it yet. So I'll, I'll get there eventually. Actually, um, I put. Yeah, go I, I forgot about Obnixilis. Obnixilis is already also like scene play and like yeah, Obnixilis. It's been yeah. like it's been like I would say perfectly okay. I like it's a four mana card that if you untap with it, you win. So uh, it doesn't like fix any matchups <laughs> for that deck, but I mean like it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying uh, the new Samets in Bard class because I hate I hate <laughs> winning. I love losing. So how's it been? How's it been? Has it been formatted? Uh, it's been fun. I mean, it gives everything haste. I mean, I neg everything. I mean, I've been putting haste creatures in it, um, you know, which is kind of interesting. Trying to find out what legendaries have haste and stuff like that. So you draw a lot of cards. Yeah, just I haven't yet. I mean, bard class usually draws me a lot of cards, but getting to bard class is important. So that's that's why I'm, I'm interested to see how that uh, card ends up doing. You know, we don't have. I mean, I've been testing mainly on Explorer, and we don't have uh, Zergo in there. Oh, which would be great as a two drop sad. or two is uh, great as a two of is in the one drop spot. So yeah, yeah, Zergo getting dash. Yeah, that's yeah. sad. But anyways, yeah, I think as if there's nothing else, guys, I I think I'm ready to you know call it a day for myself and let you guys. Uh, <laughs> go back to go sleep. Back or to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to go back to bed. Anything else you guys want to talk about? You want to wrap it up, Kevin? Oh, that sounds pretty good. Uh, I'll bring it to our end here. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this video. We always like to give you guys an, a meta update. If you want to keep up to date with what's going on in Pioneer, make sure to follow us at MTG Pioneer on Twitter. We are the first and only. Um, you can also find a link to our Discord there where there's lots of MTG players talking about Pioneer all the time. You can also get more in contact with us. All that fun stuff. Um, how about you, Ashiak? What's going on in your life? Uh, I double spiked RC invites, so I haven't been having to do a whole lot. I leave for the RC in two weeks for canada for toronto uh i've been doing a lot of testing uh trying to get my brew in place um if you you want updates on that at dreams of ashiok but uh, i want to shout out someone i went into doom mike's chat earlier this week and then someone has said is that the ashiok from the first pioneers podcast and i said yes and he said he loved the podcast so hey if you're uh, if you're if you're that guy i don't remember your name sadly but shout out to you specifically <laughs> and then Ryan has crashed. So, uh, do you want to do your best Ryan impression of a outro? And you can also find me at uh, Yo Japan Hobbies. Yo Schwenky. Uh, Yo Japan Hobbies. Yo Japan Hobbies. I think uh, that's it now. Something like that. <laughs> you can find uh, Ryan at Yo. Uh, Yo Japan Hobbyist on Twitter. Make sure to follow him as well. He's also got uh, all kinds of other cool um, stuff going on with his life in Japan. So that is the end of our episode. Thank you guys for listening. We are the First Pioneers Podcast. We look forward to being your go-to source for Pioneer information online. Uh, your final, your first Pioneers are crashing out, apparently. 